Welcome into another edition of the Raptors Pod Table Podcast. Gil McGregor here, riding solo, Friday, May 14th, 2021. And last night, the Toronto Raptors fell to 27-43 and 43 on the season, suffered a 114-102 loss at the ends of the Chicago Bulls, who kept their play-in hopes alive. Before we get into all of that, got to give a big shout-out to Stanley Johnson. It is Friday. I won't quote Craig's Pops Willie Jones, but I'm thinking it. Rest in peace, John Witherspoon. Career high, 35 points for Stanley Johnson. Also came with 10 boards, 5 assists, 3 steals. Stanley knocked down a career high 6 triples as well. And the Raptors were extremely shorthanded and they needed all the offense they could get. They got it from Stanley Johnson. Talk about their shorthandedness. No Kyle Lowry. No Pascal Siakam. No Fred Van Vliet. No OG Ananobi. No Rodney Hood, no Gary Trent Jr., no Chris Boucher, no Paul Watson. And then Yuta Watanabe had to leave the game early with ankle soreness. The Raptors pretty much had a seven-man rotation, and they fought hard. First start of the career for Jalen Harris, who had 17 points, 10 of which came in the first quarter. But another big night from Mr. We the North himself. Malachi Flynn had 16 points, Kim Birch 14 points, DeAndre Bembry 12 points. Team high, six assists for the Bulls, who again are two games behind the Wizards for the final playing spot in the Eastern Conference with two games left. So they have to win out. The Wizards have to lose out by virtue of a tiebreaker. The Bulls would get in there. So they're still playing for something. Zach Levine led the way, 24 points. Nikola Vucevic, 16 points, 16 boards, six assists. Again, Lowry Markin off the bench. Seems like he just loves playing the Raptors this year. Had 20 points, knocked down six triples, and Kobe White had 17 points, 10 assists, and a big dunk. Won't say it's inconsequential for the Raptors altogether because with the loss, the Raptors are locked in, have the 24th best record in the league or seventh worst record in the league, whichever one you want to look at it. But with that being said, the Raptors are locked into having the number seven lottery odds in the upcoming draft lottery, which is on June 22nd. What does that mean for those Raptors fans? This is largely unfamiliar territory, especially the new lottery odds and the way that system works. Blake Murphy over on Twitter broke it down perfectly. Pretty much the way it's set up, the Raptors have a 31.96% chance at a top four pick. The way it's broken down, 8.5% chance of picking four. 8.1% chance picking three, 7.8% chance picking two, and a 7.5% chance to pick number one. Uh, then the highest likelihood is either they pick seven or eight. That is a 53.8% chance that the Raptors fall there. So with that to look forward to, uh, last night was the game that the Raptors pretty much, I won't say they had to lose, but if they lost any of their final three games, they would have locked that record in and will be having the seventh best odds. That being said, we might see some of those guys back in the lineup. And by some of those guys, I mean the Kyle Lowry's, OG Ananobis, Fred Van Vliet's, Pascal Siakam. Those guys are resting. They're managing injury, managing the return from injury. So it's unclear whether or not any or all of them will be back in the lineup before the season's over. But only two more chances to see if that is the case. Doubling back to Stanley Johnson, this is a guy who's 24 years old, uh, impending free agent. So good to see uh, him have a, a big night. He's, his time in Toronto has had a lot of ups and downs. He's had some good moments this year, especially earlier in the season. He's starting to find his niche on the defensive end, gotten ahead of Luka Doncic, who he will see again tonight, um, and also just made good plays. Uh, I believe there was a series in which the Raptors played back-to-back -back in Tampa against Charlotte, and he had some big plays, especially on defense down the stretch. So 
He's still young. He's a former lottery pick. He's a guy who, again, showed his offensive skill. And, and he has some quotes after the game just about the perspective and, and what that means for him, where he is now as an NBA player, and what it could potentially mean for him moving forward. Man, I just feel like through my life, uh, you guys, you got to be thankful for stuff, man. I, I remember as a kid, I... I'd be, I'd, I'd ask, I'd say, God, can you just please put me on an NBA team? And if I could run the bench for 10 years, I'd be the happiest MFR in the world. Um, and then, you know, you get to 24 and you start getting ungrateful for things. Um, and for me, it's all about being grateful. So I don't know what, you know, how to make a metaphor out of a cool metaphor out of it, but I just, I just thank God uh, to be able to play basketball at this level. Um, I thank God for a great teammates. And even though it's a tough year for us, we, we're here for each other and no matter who's playing on any night um, since I've been here, we've, we've, we've gave effort. We've, we've tried our hardest. Um, we play good basketball um, and that's what it can, kind of comes down to for me. Now more on Jalen Harris. I mean, this guy was the second to last pick in the draft last season and he had an interesting year. He, he showed promise. He's a guy who could get buckets uh, when he was at the University of Nevada. And we talked about this last time, Kyle Irving and I, last episode when he was coming off of a, another impressive scoring performance. He's a guy who can fill it up. And uh, a lot of people were talking about him on Twitter and how poised he looked and how heady he looked. And his size allows him to do things on both ends of the floor. So the Raptors have got themselves a still, it looks like, in Jalen Harris. Again, another young 22-year-old guy who, uh, again, versatile, can score it, can shoot the ball well. He was 3 for 6 from 3 last night. So he is a piece you should look for moving forward to kind of supplement what the Raptors continue to build as they continue to figure out what they want to keep, who they want to keep, and how they want to build moving forward for this next iteration of the franchise to get back to the mountaintop as soon as possible. I think Jalen Harris is going to be a guy that they rely on and spot minutes out the bench because he's that microwave-type guy who can come in and get you much-needed buckets. And this is the best player development staff in the league, hands down, without a doubt. So looking forward to what he can bring to the table moving forward. Now, moving forward for the Raptors, it's a homecoming for Jalen Harris. Born in Dallas, attended Duncanville High School, which is just 20 minutes from American Airlines Center. The Raptors are back in action Friday night, May 14th. They visit Luka Doncic and the Dallas Mavericks, 9 p.m. over on TSN. And it's a big game for the Mavericks. The Mavericks need one win to avoid the playing tournament. We know Luka Doncic is not a fan of it. Earlier in the year, he said he didn't see the point of playing 72 games and then playing in a playing tournament. So the Mavericks are playing to lock that top six seed in. So they've got a lot to play for. Now, the Raptors, if their guys come back in the lineup, they could potentially play spoiler. They don't have anything to gain nor lose at this point in the season, aside from making sure they keep the guys as healthy as possible going into the offseason. But if you start looking at a Raptors team closer to full strength with guys who can make life difficult for Luka Doncic, I mentioned Stanley Johnson doing it earlier in the season. OG Ananobi, if he's back in the lineup, maybe Fred Van Vliet, Kyle Lowry, all defenders who could see some time on Luka Doncic if they play. I think it's a long shot to say that any of them or all of them will play, but it's always an if, especially considering last night only seven guys played. Uh, you can't run those guys into the ground either. So uh, getting some people back in the lineup to just make life a little bit easier on the guys who logged heavy minutes in Chicago on Thursday night is something to also look forward to. Got a preview for that game over on NBA.com as well as the takeaways from last night's game. So if you haven't checked any of that out yet, 
Go over there, check it out. Got some more stuff for you over there as well. Chris Boucher having a big season. He didn't play last night, but I made the case for him to get some consideration for sixth man of the year and most improved player. If you look at the numbers, look at the stats, look at how he matches up with some of the guys who are considered to be favorites. It's not that crazy. The only thing that might stand in the way is lack of team success. Again, the Raptors season is winding down two more games. It's kind of flown by, especially once you realize it wasn't going to be much at the end of it as far as postseason play goes. But as I said last time, cherish it. Uh, this this next regular season, the next meaningful games won't be here until the fall. So two more times to have a chance to look at these guys and, and get, a, get a look at the guys who are pieces for the future. Some Maybe some other guys come back. You might see. Hate to say it, but if Kyle Lowry is to play in one of the last two games, it could be his last game in a Raptors uniform. If not... I think it's a pretty good memory that his last game in Raptors uniform was a domination of the Los Angeles Lakers. But either way it goes, not much more left. Again, Friday, 9 p.m., American Airlines Center, Raptors, Mavericks, over on TSN. And then the Raptors return to Tampa to close out the season. Season finale, familiar face, Nate Bjorkren and the Indiana Pacers who have locked their spot in the play-in tournament are getting ready for the postseason. Demonte Sabonis took a nasty fall last night against the Milwaukee Bucks. So unclear what his status is going to be moving forward. But again, should be a fun one. 1 p.m. Sunday, there's finally a game time for that one. So a nice afternoon game. You can watch the Raptors play the Pacers to close the season and then enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Hope you enjoyed tuning in to this edition of the Raptors Pod Table Podcast, a next day wrap only got two more of these. Only got two more of these. We'll have you. We'll be back with you tomorrow after this Mavs game, and then Monday we'll have an overarching next day wrap, looking back at the season that was and what a wild 2020-21 NBA season this has been. Thanks for tuning in to the Raptors Pod Table Podcast. Please make sure to rate and subscribe and get these right into your feed every time they drop. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Gil McGregor. Catch you tomorrow.